0: Welcome back to today's issue of Midweek Mind Candy. Thank you for kicking back with us, relaxing, opening your mind and your heart to new possibilities and new thoughts. I'm Stacy Johnston, honored to be here with you and equally it's honored to sit alongside my co-host, Kathy Holland. How are you this morning, Kathy?
1: I am doing great. Looking forward to this conversation. It's supposed to be... Hot today, so I'm good.
0: I'm good. Cool. How are you? Very good. I'm excellent. I'm excellent. I love this. This is always the, the funnest way for me to start my day because I, I, we start early in the morning and, and I get to meet some amazing people from around the world and hear some cool information. And then it just gives me mind candy all day long. I just find myself thinking about the conversation we had and the words that we use, and then watching them play out in my life the next week and really began to see them. I mean, I think that's it's what it's done for me. Conversation, we don't think a lot about conversation in our everyday lives. We just engage in it. But to sit back in there and think about how the words you use, your understanding of that word, the concept of the conversation, can really make or break a, a communication moment. Right? And it's really just opened my eyes up to how I model these words and live them in my everyday life. So the other day you and I had a conversation about how the interviews that we do with people and our unkeeped Heroes episodes enhance your ability to teach your kids a homeschool environment, to teach them from all sides. How do the words do, that we do, how do these kind of words play into that very same thing into your, in your education with your kids?
1: Well, I mean, you know, we start these conversations, and I have a pretty specific definition and mindset about a word and then we have this conversation and it changes a lot of the times, you know. Um, And maybe not necessarily changes, but gives it options, if that makes sense. So it really helps my understanding and breakdown of, of the words as far as other people interpret them. So it helps me like I said before, to teach from all sides.
0: I love it. I, I love that it not only adds this joy and this excitement and this fun in our everyday life, but it really adds to what you do, you know, and how you participate with your kids and the people around you. I appreciate that. So let's get this conversation going. We have a wonderful gentleman with us today. We had him on our Uncaped Heroes episode, and we had more fun having a conversation with this with gentleman. So, Paul, I'm going to bring you in. Paul Kennedy, welcome back. Uh, welcome to a Midweek Mind Candy.
2: Gentlemen. Gentlemen. What? What's that? <laughs> ah, that's, I'm not sure if I'm a gentleman, but yes, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for having me back. I am going to, before we begin, do what I did last time or earlier <laughs> when we were speaking and apologize to Cassie publicly for calling her Cassie. <laughs> last week. So I am here to, I'm returning to say that Paul is officially an idiot, um, and yeah, and he was calling Cassie, calling Cassie, Kathy last week, um, but it was very um, sweet of no one to correct me, but uh, I don't want to be responsible for people now calling you Kathy instead of Cassie, so... I apologize to you, Cassie. I apologize. Well,
1: apology accepted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the and grand well, scheme of things, of all the things that we could be called in our daily life, a mispronounced continent. is pretty small. Uh, I know, but yeah.
2: You know. I love it.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah. You're you're yeah. kind to extend me apology. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> we had. <laughs> I was. I was trying to be smart and think of a name that rhymes with Stacy to call you the wrong name, but my brain didn't go fast enough. I was going to call <laughs> you the wrong name on purpose, but it just it didn't work. It's uh, okay. So. Her <laughs> grandma used to.
1: Yeah,
2: I, I was really like, "Oh, thanks, Kelly. No problem." Yeah. <laughs> but <it> was, yeah. <laughs> It wouldn't have maybe gone over. Have I guess it may, maybe it would have.
0: maybe it would have. It might have. It might have. Uh, depends on who I know that had that name, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Regina, Barbara, thank you for having me today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having
0: me. <laughs> you're you're welcome, Ralph. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Anytime, Bill.
2: Oh, uh, uh, Ralph and Bill.
0: So, how fun that this actually might even play into our play into our word today so Paul today we're going to talk about the word truth today we are laying the word truth on the table so when you hear the word truth what's your first
2: thought how do you define that word I don't know if I would define it Um, I think that's the easy part it's just honesty I think more importantly is, is associating it with the word matters think that's the important part i yeah i'm not going to assume that anyone knows what i do but I, I started teaching during when covid started in Illinois. and i teach english in vietnam and in doing so you realize you re-realize sometimes how complicated our language is some of our vocabulary words, like the word set, has over 400 meanings. So wow. so words like truth, sometimes you define it, and sometimes you pair it up with something that helps you explain it, explain its importance or its, or its meaning in a different way. So for truth, I would just pair it up with the word matters. I would just make sure that everyone understands how important it is Um, because I think everyone knows that the basic definition is just honesty. So I would rather just pair it with matters because it is essential in every part of life. You do not have a single friend where that does, that word does not, it's not a top priority. And same with your family, you know, it's just, uh, it's a integral part of, of a requirement for people in our lives. So. I think it matters. That's my, my word.
0: It does. It matters a lot. That's a great definition. Cassie, how do you see the word truth?
1: I think that truth, I mean, you know, if you're speaking in terms of integrity, right, being being true to yourself, being true to the situation, I think is is also a very important angle of that because, you know, like Paul said, truth is truth. You know, it doesn't matter whose truth it is, but the truth is the truth. So, okay. Yeah,
2: unless your sister says, do I look good in this dress? If she doesn't, (laughs) you know, there's a fine line. Um. (laughs) Between truth and acceptance? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's, it still matters. It just matters that you don't tell it. It still matters. <laughs> it's just a bit, it just matters that you don't say it. It matters. It matters yeah. that you keep your mouth shut or right. you will have problems.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. If you want an opinion of truth, ask a child.
2: Ask a child. You're right. Or a drunk person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, y'all are fun. Okay, so let me ask you this. I think truth is, for me, it's the reality of the lens with which you see life. That becomes your truth. Right? What, you, what you learn in there, what you accept, what you become, who you show up to be, how you react to situations, how you manage love or failure or success, those things become your truth. <clears throat> right, how you how you see God, how you see <laughs> right, how you see the world around you. <clears throat> Many of those things become your truth. Okay, so and and we all have our concept of what's true. Okay, I I think that different people have different concepts of of what's true to them. So, do you think absolutely? Do you sure. believe that your truth has to be someone else's truth?
2: no doesn't work that way because you're you have your own reality as well and that's where your truth comes from so sometimes they overlap sometimes they are different so if your truth comes from misinformation there's a problem but sometimes your truth is not related you can have your own truth like your, your own experience your own reality, what you remember from your childhood and what your sibling remi- remembers from their childhood those are both your own truths it's what you remember and what they remember. those are both accurate sometimes you know there's some stretching it just happens some some um, through the years um, The truth may change, but you still believe it's your truth. So there are different truths. It's still your truth.
0: True. Kathy, how about you? How do you feel about that? Best she hit the mute button.
2: (laughs) She's done (laughs) with this. She's like, he called me (laughs) Kathy last week. I'm not doing this. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Surely she'll come back in. Okay, so when you're when you're teaching an English class, mm-hmm. and you're you're talking to your students, and and this is the word that comes up for today is truth. How do you define that word to them so that the truth, honesty, and their truth is clear?
2: Well, mine is don't forget I'm teaching English and. This is their second language. So for most vocabulary words, they have it translated into their word, their definition. So that part's taken care of. Uh-huh. What I do is I introduce the English word, and then I would do something like I did here with you, and that is uh, explain the importance of it. With this one, I would say matters. That's how, that right. would be my role. That would be my role. Mm.
0: I love it. You know, I think we've heard so many times in the last two years, I wish we just knew the truth. I've heard so many people say, Man, I, just, I just wish I knew the truth, right, about, about all that's going on. And, and there's, I think there's been so much question recently about what is true. You know, so many things have come into question. So many things have been... Just beat up, right from the honor of being in the military and being a police officer to the to the honor of being a children to being a, a very skewed definition of character and integrity right now, right. right? And all this banter about what's out there and what's on the, what's on social media, what's on the news, what who's saying what's true and what's not true, and I feel like sometimes that is the decision that you have to make for yourself. Right? You, well, you the, to... the
2: problem is that. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Oh, please
2: uh, the, the technology advanced faster than education so information spreads quicker and we as a society we're not taught how to discern this information so we hear it we believe it and it's very tough to re- rewire someone's brain if you are told something and through whatever source you get it from chances are your friends and your coworkers are similar to you that's why they're your friends so they're probably getting the same information from the same sources so if you live in a world where you guys are all getting the same information from the same sources and what you talk about is the same information then that's your reality that's your truth it doesn't mean yeah. it's real so Amen. Technology, technology advanced faster than education. People now, elementary school students are being taught in some limited schools that they need to research information. They need to understand that, it, that it's not the truth. It's just information, but you can't assume that it's real or fake, truthful or not. Now they are, but very limited. It takes a long time Sorry. to build curriculum. And for people to agree on it, so yeah. that's the problem. You're right. You're You're absolutely right. The information, what's real, what's not, what's truth, what's not. But I'd like to say uh, I wish everyone well, would expect everyone to have common sense now, to just accept the fact that what they hear is not necessarily the truth. I'm not saying it's a lie, but you, you need to figure it out. You have to. You have to be responsible. You have to research everything, period. I don't care who tells you where you get it from. I don't care. Everyone feels like they have a trusted source. But at some point, you know, you have to still continue researching. It's just the way it works. It's it's the way it is today. Don't argue it. If you want the truth, you have to research it. Right. And find that truth for yourself.
0: Kath, before you got disconnected, we were – engaging in a conversation about the difference, about the quest right now everybody seems to have for the truth and how many times in the last couple of years we've heard someone say, I just, I just wish I knew the truth. And so when you look at what's out there and what do you trust, where does your information, your truth come from? So, um, well, <laughs> your turn, you're up.
1: You know, I feel like when there's so many so many sources right, so many so many different ways that the world is coming at you with information, I feel like in that situation, you have to go with your gut right what do what do you feel? Like is the best truth for you. Mm. I like right, that. Because trusting your gut, I think I don't know. I, I think a lot of people don't trust their gut, right? They don't trust themselves. They don't trust their judgment, and it leads to mass confusion, right? Mass hysteria because nobody wants to make a decision for themselves because for some reason they don't trust their intuition.
0: Hmm. That's a good one.
1: So how much easier
0: do you think it is for us to trust other people and other people's information than it is to trust ourselves?
1: Oh, it's way easier because if it goes bad or it gets screwed up, then there's somebody else to blame besides yourself.
0: How about you, Paul?
2: Uh, I'm a research kind of guy. I'm a... I'm a science, look it up, research it, find out. I'm not relying on anyone. Not a soul, not a soul.
0: <laughs> Good for you. I, How Google,
2: many? I Google nonstop. I don't care if I'll be talking to my parents, they'll say something before they're done with their sentence, I have multiple sources online. I still have to sift <laughs> through the information. It takes time. It takes time I mean there's no you can't escape that it's going to take a lot of time. it will consume you but if you want to have if you want to engage in any conversation if you want to have any opinion you you have to know the facts it's I don't feel responsible if I if I'm partaking in any conversation where I'm saying anything about anything these days that could be influencing someone else's opinion not these days I feel like I have a social responsibility to look up the information. And this is not one side or the other or one category one topic in general. You tell me dogs or are, are, there's no more cocker spaniels in the world, I'm looking it up. I don't care what it is about. I, I want to know that, that what I'm hearing, what I'm doing, what words are coming out of my mouth are going to be truthful. That speaks
0: a lot to your character.
2: Oh, by the way, <laughs> uh, it speaks <laughs> about how much free time I have on my.
1: my, my hands. <laughs> oh, that's I what it speaks about. Time, I'm like, if, if anything ever happened to Google, I, I'd probably be screwed because I know like ten things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I agree. I we don't even, we only have to teach Google show all everything. the time. We don't have to teach anything. Everything's <laughs> on Google. Everything's there. Mm-hmm. Right,
0: but then, Right, and you get seven different opinions about the one thing that you're looking up. So again, even through the information, you still have to decipher your truth in it.
2: And and what's true? Well, in that at some you. point, you at some point you can whittle it down to to the source. Mm-hmm. Is this person or is this source are they known to give? Are they known to be a credible source? That's usually right. a pretty a pretty quick um, elimination game. Pretty-
0: Pretty quick indicator. Pretty quick indicator. Yeah.
2: So, you would think, though, all this research, I would have said Cassie last week and not Cassie, because that's pretty obvious. That's Googleable. <laughs> I could have Googled that. For someone who runs his uh-huh. mouth as much as I am, you would think I would know it's Cassie. Uh-huh. So.
0: Well, <laughs> it's all good.
1: But it, it's all good. So let me ask
0: you this. In in this <laughs> y'all are fun. In this world that we currently exist in, I feel like one of the biggest challenges that we have as people, as individuals and humans walking this earth, is to figure out what our truth is. Right, Paul. So what is your truth? Who are you? Who do you show up as? Where do you stand? Same for Cassie. Same for me. And be able to walk that truth, regardless of what society or the world around you, or your family, or your tribe would choose for you to believe instead. Right? I'm a I'm a firm believer. I I really hate the phrase "drunk speak the truth." Right? Well, drunk speak their truth, not necessarily the truth. Right? And someone else comes at you, and in a confrontational way with their information, and makes you feel differently about who you are or how you present, you don't have to own their truth. You just have to own your own. And feeling responsible for taking on someone else's truth or concept, I think, is a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. keeps us from being true to our very own self and honoring who we are. So,
1: Kathy or Paul, opinion? I... That's one of the reasons that I enjoy homeschooling so much because my kids can go to school in a princess dress and a soldier costume and some bunny ears right because they're unapologetic about their individuality. And I really love, love that.
0: Mm. I love that. That's really cool too. Good question. Were you taught to live your truth, or the world around you's truth?
1: Yeah, you know, I don't. I appreciate the fact that they don't. They don't care. Right? They don't care what anybody thinks. They don't. They just. They just do, and it's freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, I love it. I agree. I think a lot of a lot of my concepts as I grew up were different. You know, there was a world that. I was expected to exist in and appreciate and understand that didn't go along with what I felt inside. And it was, it was, it was conflicting for a while, right? Like I, I, I recognize it. It took me a long time to be able to say I recognize that that's your truth and that is important to you, but that's not my thing. I, that's not me being true to me. That's me being true to you. At some point I have to matter. Paul, how
2: about you? Um, my truth, I, I, I think I'm still discovering it. think I'm still evolving. Mm -hmm. I'm not the same person I was yesterday, or a year ago, definitely not 10 years ago. But all that's making me and and creating my truth. You know, it's all, it's all one big picture. I don't think I'll ever know. Because I feel like I'm always discovering. And part of my truth is always improving myself and inspiring others. So, if I had to choose, if it was multiple choice, I would say my truth is is bettering myself and inspiring others. Um, mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't think I can actually define it outside of that right now. I think it's the best That's definition good I can I can give.
0: Good enough. Yeah, I, I and I appreciate that definition. You know, I think. Well so it kind of leads me to my my next question and then we're going to find a place to wrap this up. Is it okay for your truth to change? We, had a, we did an interview with a gentleman one day and he was talking about his his path that he was on in his life and as a priest and he he his truth changed as to what he saw and what he believed and he when he brought that forward it caused a lot of controversy for him. Really cost him, you know, part of this congregation and a lot of things because it's truth, and you really begin to question whether or not it's okay to change what you believe to change your truth. You think it is? To believe one thing one day and completely change that and believe something on the opposite end of the spectrum the next? Cassie? Cassie, yeah. Does that make you fickle?
1: How about you, Cass? I'm picking up like every couple of words and I think it's my phone being crazy. Uh, we were asking if it was okay for your truth to change. I yeah. think that I think that your. are I, I mean, I think that your your core, right? Who you are, your your morals, your character, your your you, that part doesn't change. But I think that situationally,
0: yes, yeah, your truth can change. Me too. I think that's about what we learned. what we're open to, to learning, right? And I, don't, I don't ever want to be in a place where I believe that what I think and what my truth is is, is absolute, right? I, because that's not. If I, once I decide that I know all there is to know and that my truth is absolute, then I stop growing and I stop becoming who I'm supposed to be and I feel like that, I'm not there yet, like you, Paul. I feel like I have, I have yet to arrive at that place you know so i love growing and i love learning and i love the fact that things i used to believe were true i can honestly say now i don't believe that anymore good and it doesn't
2: mean you have self-doubt it means you're open-minded you're open to considering that it could be different so you believe what you believe you can still have strong convictions but knowing that your truth may change is saying, I believe in this. I'm firm with this. But if you want to present another truth, I'll listen. It, it, right. doesn't, it doesn't, I agree with Cassie, it doesn't affect your morals or your integrity. <clears throat> but there can be a different truth. Agreed. I agree.
0: I think in all the polls I've ever read, when the question is asked on what's the number one attribute you look for in a mentor, in a boss, in someone leading you, the very first thing is always truth and honesty. Right. Right. It's so important if you're not if you're not true to what you're doing, to your cause, to your people, to your tribe, to your family. For what? It's all for what? Right. So what a beautiful conversation. I can keep having this all day. I love these conversations. They just go the neatest places. Um, so we are, regretfully, though, at a place where we're going to have to wind down. So, Paul, I'm going to start by saying thank you for being thank with you. us again. Thank you for sharing your truth. And uh, being a prime example of living it in, in that moon in Salerno, uh, <clears throat> a lot of admiration for you and what you do and where you are in your life. So thank you for sharing it with us. Best to you always in annoying in your travels. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today
1: with truth? Bob, Regina, it's been nice. <laughs> been a great conversation <laughs> i would just you know like to remind our audience that you know just like we were talking about our truth it doesn't necessarily have to be your truth right your your truth will always be different but sticking to that and remaining you know remaining true to you is so important so please don't ever forget that
0: beautiful Paul, we would be honored if you would take the stage and close out our show. How would you like to leave the audience today with truth?
2: Oh, don't put me on the spot, Regina. Um, the truth, <laughs> That's it. <Truth. laughs> no, that's it. Truth matters. Truth can change. I think we're all in unison here. And we don't even know what each other's truths are. And that's the fun part is that part doesn't matter what we all agree on is that we are willing to consider another truth, but we believe our truth as what it is at this moment. And that's the, the agree to disagree without even knowing the topic. And that's what I like. It says we can have a dialogue. Um, and I want to also say if anyone, um, is going to send me that picture, my Twitter is Paul, Paul in Vietnam. I'll be looking for the pajamas at 7 Eleven Pictures at my Twitter, Paul in Vietnam. Uh. <laughs>